Hello, everyone, and welcome back to CC Airwaves. My name is Paige Matillo, and I'm here with my co-host, Joel Hansel. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Paige. How are you? Uh, you know, living the dream. I actually, so today's little theme for our Messages from Heaven segment is dreams. I see what you did there. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I thought it was a funny joke, but I guess it was only funny to me. Should we play Van Halen? Yes. Actually, that would be really good right now. <laughs> uh, so one thing that I noticed among the stories that our listeners have submitted is that a lot of them have to do with dreams and loved ones visiting them in dreams or just having these dreams that have significant meaning to them or someone they love who has passed away. So I thought that would be a great theme today. But what really made me think of this theme for this segment was when we had Louise Fisher on for the Inspiring Stories of Healing and Hope segment. And she shared a story with us about a message from heaven she received from her son. So after her son passed away, they had the funeral, he was buried, and she returned back to her home, and she realized that she didn't bury him with his favorite rosary. Right. And that was the one thing that she really wanted to have him buried with. And, you know, obviously she cried and she was really upset. And that night when she went to sleep, she had a dream that she went to the cemetery. And you remember? Yes. And dug it up, put the rosary in with him, and she woke up and she felt completely at peace. And she's been at peace ever since. And that's what she told us, yes, that she has just felt at peace ever since that dream. And I said, you know what? I think that was your son's way of trying to tell you that He's okay and that, you know, you took care of him and you will always take care of him. And now he's safe in heaven and now he'll take care of you. So we have a few stories today related to dreams. Yes, we do. So this first story was submitted by Mary P. She writes, when my mother passed away, she left me her favorite necklace. She wore it every day, but stopped once the class broke. She said she always intended to get it fixed one day, but that one day never came. I took it upon myself to fix the necklace. I felt proud that I could restore the necklace, and I wore it every day, just like my mom. The following week, I traveled to a different state for a three-day bachelorette trip with a close friend. On the first day, we got manicures, visited tourist attractions, and enjoyed the nightlife. The following morning, I woke up and went to the bathroom, and upon looking at my reflection in the mirror, I realized the necklace was gone. I tore the Airbnb apart but couldn't find it. The clasp must have broken off while we were exploring the city. I was devastated. There was no time to retrace our steps because we had a full itinerary for the day. I was in tears the entire time, and I tried to put on a brave face so I didn't ruin my friend's weekend. That night, I fell asleep while praying that I would find this necklace, even though I knew it was basically impossible. While asleep, I started to dream, and I saw my mother. She hugged me and kept saying a word to me. I didn't understand the word and kept asking her what it meant, but she just kept repeating it. I woke up and joined my friends in the kitchen. They thought it was strange. We decided to look it up on the internet and found a small shop with that name near where we were out shopping. While the other girls cooked breakfast, my friend and I went to the store. We entered and started to look around. We couldn't figure out why I would have a dream of my mom sending us here. 
we found an employee and started to chat with her. I told her about the necklace in my dream. She said that while she was working yesterday, someone found a necklace and brought it inside to put in the lost and found. She said, and I quote, but there's no way it's that necklace. We decided to check just to make sure it wasn't. Sure enough, it was my mother's necklace. Wow. I burst into tears and thanked the employee for her help. She was amazed and said the dream must have been a sign from my mother. I will never be able to repay the kind person who found the necklace and immediately brought it into the store to try and locate the owner. I can only pray that they have a good life. They gave me the opportunity to be reunited with my mother again. I'm grateful that my mother watched over me and led me back to this cherished item. You'll be happy to know that I have the clasp fixed by a professional and I will try and I will not try and fix it myself again. <laughs> that's a very important distinction. <laughs> that is a very important distinction. Oh, that's an incredible story, honestly, because, you know, when loved ones pass away and they leave us these items, we cherish them. And when we lose them, it, it feels kind of like we lose them all over again. So I can only imagine how she felt waking up and it's gone. That's a, that's a really good point. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I mean... Honestly, you know, I, people get these heirlooms and, you know, I, like they, they might break, mm -hmm. but they might still hold on to the piece. Exactly. Right. Just with the intention of someday I'll get it fixed. Just like mm -hmm. Mary's mother did initially. She was like, oh, one day I'll have this fixed. Um, but yeah, losing it definitely will, will almost feel like you're losing your loved one all over again. I totally see that. But I'm really glad that she was able to find the necklace because, I mean, it sounds like they had a full day of plans when she lost it. So it probably would have been impossible to trace her steps anyway, especially in a different city. And that's another point is that they were in a completely different city. So if she would have left, she never would have found it again. It's not like she was in her hometown. Right, right. So I'm glad that Mary was able to find her mother's necklace. So we will move on to our next story, which was submitted by Ava S. One night while I was sleeping, I had a dream about my late father-in-law. We were sitting in a field talking about nonsense when the sky got dark. He looked at me and said, check on Wesley. I woke up and looked at the other side of the bed expecting to see my husband. However, he wasn't there. I called for him, but no response. I started to search for him. And I found him unresponsive downstairs. I called 911 and they urged me to perform CPR. The ambulance arrived shortly after I called and transported him to the hospital. When I spoke to the doctors, they said he had a heart attack. If I hadn't woken up and found him, he would not be here today. My father-in-law knew it wasn't his son's time to leave Earth yet and gave me the chance to save him. Holy smokes. I know. I'm like, talk about a guardian angel. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's um, so, so amazing that I, words are failing me right now. Just, yeah, the, the dream. Hey, check on them. Just in the nick of time. I know. It I really, this is one of those stories that really does like show that, you know, we do have a certain time, we do have an mm -hmm. expiration date. Right. Exactly. But um, and when it's not your time, it's miracles can happen. 
I like that. Miracles can happen. And, you know, as I just said, his father was his guardian angel that night and knew that it wasn't his time and was able to, you know, contact the wife in some way through a dream and saved his life. So, Ava, I'm very happy that you woke up and that your husband is still here. Our final story was submitted by Bobby N. My family grew apart when my grandma died. I have always heard people refer to some family members as the glue of the family, the reason that everyone sticks together. That was my grandma. She brought us all together at least once a week because family was the most important thing to her. When she passed, we started to see each other less and less. Eventually, months passed with no contact from our relatives. One night, I had a dream about my grandma. We were sitting in the cemetery, and she looked at me and asked me to come visit her. That was it, a relatively short dream, but it made an impression. The next morning, I bought flowers and drove to the cemetery. I stayed for a while. I don't know, I was kind of hoping something would happen. Regardless, it was a nice visit, and I was happy that I came. I was about to leave when I heard someone call my name. I turned around and saw my uncle walking towards me. I was slightly surprised but glad to see him. We hugged and decided to go to a nearby coffee shop to catch up for an hour. During our conversation, he shared that he missed how we would gather weekly for dinners, but that it was painful to imagine now that his mom passed away. I agreed but said that she wouldn't have wanted us to stop seeing each other completely especially if we were hurting. He said his family stopped reaching out because they thought time would heal the pain they were feeling. However, after seeing me, he realized that we needed to be united, not divided. After finishing our coffee, we went our separate ways. I guess our conversation stuck with him because I received a text from his wife the next day, inviting me to a family dinner in honor of my grandma. I guess that I guess that she still is bringing us all together, even from heaven. That is sweet. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I I sort of wonder how big Bobby's family is. Um, I wonder that too. It's beca- I mean it's it's a lot like um, mm-hmm. it's a lot like my my wife's family. Um, mm-hmm. They always went to grandma's for all yeah. the holidays, right? Sounds and then very when grandma <laughs> passed away, you know, those family gatherings became fewer and fewer and fewer. And um it, it's sad sometimes that that happens with families. Um It's really sad because you we see it a lot. I mean, families do sometimes separate or grow apart after the passing of a loved one because as he said, he's right that sometimes Certain people are the glue of their family. The glue, the matriarch, the patriarch. Exactly. But they wouldn't have wanted that family to stop talking or to separate like that. And I think Bobby made a good point in here, too, that he he said we really needed to be together and not divided. Mm -hmm. And I think I think this story really kind of shows grief and grief's effects. Sometimes people need to be isolated, alone, apart from others to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Others do need to be around. Until a grasp on to someone for support. Absolutely. I was going to say the same thing. I thought it was an interesting, interesting to kind of see how grief played a part in this story and how, you know, 
Bobby's uncle thought that being apart would be best for them. But Bobby saying being united was definitely better for the family in order to grieve. Sure. And the different ways that people grieve. Because sometimes, you know, there's everyone grieves differently. And we always say that, especially our bereavement coordinator, Rhonda Abrams. She always says how everyone grieves differently and you have to let them grieve how they're going to grieve. Right. But I'm glad that this family was able to come together and honor their grandma. And it definitely sounds like... Bobby's grandmother was meddling from heaven, saw that her family was not doing the weekly Sunday dinners and needed to needed to kickstart him again. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes you need that kick in the pants. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of CC Airwaves. That is all we have for you for today. If you have received a message from heaven and would like to share it, email us at podcast at cleesem.org or you can send us a message on our social media stay tuned for the next episode which will be released next thursday and i hope you guys have a lovely day